Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome everybody to It's Doomsday Podcast. Today is December 17th, 2022. Time is 6.05 p.m. And joining me as always is Al. What's up, Al? How you doing, man? I'm good, Jester. I'm good. It's uh, the holiday season, so it's a season to be happy. So everyone should be happy in the world. And uh, hope everybody has a good Christmas. And I don't get to see them or hear from them before then. You know what? Kind of late to the, kind of late, but I want to throw it out there anyway for everybody. Guys, if you're looking for last minute Christmas gifts for friends or family, guys, we got another affiliate now, Blackbeard Firestarter. Go to blackbeardfire.com, utilize code Doomsday at checkout to get 10% off your entire order, just in case you're looking for that last minute, that last minute gift. We still haven't recorded a commercial for them yet. We're going to get around to it, but you know, if you want to save 10%, for the uh, prepper in your life, go for it. <laughs> Having fire starters in your kit is uh, imperative if you're any kind of prepper. So I recommend getting some and break them up, keep them in your kits. They're great. Now, Al, I got to ask you, man, before we really tear into tonight's episode, what would be the ultimate prepper gift you would want to get for Christmas? Me personally? Yeah. Crossbow, high Cro- dollar, or maybe not high dollar, but just a really, really good high dollar crossbow because they're silent, they're deadly. You can actually use those arrows many, many times over, and they're good for hunting, defense, and the whole nine yards. So I think that would be my ultimate one right there. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't really have anything to compete with with that. I was, I was thinking on a lot smaller of a scale. And I was thinking in my head, like, man, I would just, I would just love some, like, some more tack gear, you know, maybe like some new cool holsters or some mag pouches or something to put on my vest. Like, that's where I was kind of going with it. But yeah, sure. Badass crossbow. I like it. (laughs) So it actually kind of, that kind of pulls me into the topic tonight of guys, government control. And this is something that we've spoke about a lot on the show. Um, on the lives, we've talked about it on the, the pre-recorded show, we've talked about it, but there's so much more coming out in the media with this Elon Musk and Twitter bullshit and the collusion with the FBI working with social media entities. I, I, I could not put this down. This was a topic we had to pick up and do on tonight's show. And I know this isn't like extreme, prepper related how to but this is something that you guys got to see coming because at some point we have to start getting prepped for the shit we're going to see on social media because if the government wants to incite bullshit if they want to incite violence if they want to cause chaos they can easily manipulate what's going on with social media and have everybody losing their minds because everybody's on social media they're there all day long they're going there for news and information and all kinds of other shit 
And guess what? If they're not getting it directly from the source, they're getting it from a family, friend, or loved one who is on social media. <sighs> right on. Hey, I heard a question posed this week, Jester, about this ex- exact topic that we've got here for today. And the question was, how much censorship is too much censorship? And I say, any censorship is too much censorship, period. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not with any censorship, period. You know, okay, so check this out. This is the way I look at this. There shouldn't, I mean, there should be some, there should be rules and regulations on social media. There should be, right? You shouldn't be able to just go on there and do whatever you want. But when we're talking about censorship, we're talking about censorship of what the government's imposing, us not being allowed to talk about elections, us not being allowed to talk about the vaccine, all these type of things. And, and you know, when, when you're looking at things like election fraud and you're looking at things that are fraudulent or things that the government's covering up and they're not allowing us to speak on it, that's a censorship we're talking about, which, Al, I agree, there should be none of that at all. Um, the Internet was not designed to be a necessarily safe place for people. If you get on there and somebody has a difference of opinion, sorry, it is what it is. You can be an adult and scroll on, okay? At, at the same time, though, I'm kind of looking at the situation is there's so much censorship taking place that it's manipulating people's thinking, right? Absolutely that- right. Absolutely. You, you know something, Jester? Up until this year, and up until just recently, if you said that you were being censored, that you were being um, blacklisted, if you were being delisted, whatever you said that had to do with a censorship of your idea, your topic, your anything on social media, you were crazy, a tin foil hat wearer, a conspiracy theorist. Now we know the people that said, I think I'm being censored. I think I'm being blast- blacklisted. They were right. Even if they only thought they were right, they were right because people were being delisted. Um, as much as even Dan Bongino was not to where you could search Dan Bongino on certain platforms. Now, that's crazy not to be able to search a person or an idea. But, yeah, it's happening. Now, this is what's, this is what's wild about this, okay? And this is what sparked me wanting to talk about this. So, for those of you guys that don't know, I get most of my news from the Epic Times. I pay for a subscription over there. I get my news from there. I love the news there. It's right up my alley. It's like non-bias, and it's really cutting to the truth. There's not a lot of bullshit. There's not a lot of red tape. You get right on there. You find the stories you want. So the story that popped up today that really got me wanting to talk about this was a story that came up uh, on Epic Times. It talks about emails from the FBI to Twitter released on December 16th show bureau officials flagging specific people for Twitter to take action against. Okay, basically, our tax dollars that go to the federal government fund the FBI. The FBI is coming into a social media platform saying, hey, we want these accounts removed. We want them taken down or we want them shadowed so that so the public and the citizens cannot see what's going on. I don't even is that I don't even know how to describe what that is. Would that would that be considered communism? That would be considered a tyrannical government that that has no idea (laughs) how to actually run a government because a government like ours is supposed to be open ideas where everyone has a say-so, everyone has an opinion, 
I mean, yesterday, this is the thing where you silence some voices. How do you know you're not silencing a majority of the voices? It's not just a small minority. It could be a majority. Um, yeah, this is this is going to be this going to be one of those uh oh moments when you say, "I remember when." I told my wife the other day, I said, I think when we find out that Elon Musk started releasing these, you're going to say, I remember when that happened, when you're older. You know, I, I 100% agree with you. And the thing, what's sticking out in my mind right now is the federal government is manipulating social media to manipulate citizens. And they're using like the FBI to do it. And God forbid if this gets us put on a list or gets a knock on our door. But I mean, to me, this just poses a bigger level of distrust for the federal government. Okay. It's exactly what this does. Now we look back through the history of the federal government and things they've done against citizens. There's been some, some really horrific, um, instances, especially if you go back and you look at, you know, Ruby Ridge, if you go back and you look at Waco our, when our federal government decides they want to they wanna do something, they will stop at nothing to destroy a person, a group, or an individual, right? They, they just will. Absolutely. Just like the social media platforms. Yes. Right. Yeah, so, they're in bed together. Yeah. Yes. And like that's like where I'm going now. So this is, this is psychological manipulation on all fronts. And the thing that really scares me, and nobody's talking about this yet, Al, and it really makes me freaking wonder. All right, so we now know that the FBI was manipulating Twitter and what was going on there. I'm wondering what other government agencies aren't working with, say, TikTok. All right, as much as they're saying, we're going to shut it down, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. This could all just be a facade and they could be working really hard on the, the social media side with TikTok to manipulate people as well. All right, it very, very well could be a thing that we don't know about. Hey Preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. I agree, not only... Could it be other social media sites, but it could be other countries because other countries love to manipulate our elections like we like to manipulate other folks' elections and their lives and, you know, uprising in their countries. Remember that we do this to others, so it's not hard to believe that others would want to do it back to us, you know. The United States has a lot of blood on its hands when it comes to messing with elections and 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 rise ups of, of people in other countries. We've been doing this for decades. So to think another country might use something like a social media platform or two to change the you know, you remember the Arab Spring a few years ago and how lots of countries, I believe it was thirteen countries throughout the Middle East had bloodshed and riots. Who No I, it'd be hard to believe that somebody would do that to us. Well, no, I don't think it'd be hard to believe at all that that would happen here. I mean, see, here's the thing. Right now, we're I, I feel that we're on this kind of tipping point, right, to where people are pissed off, they're fired up, and they're sick of the bullshit. They need to change the tide here at some point, you know, to work in our favor and not work it against us. I mean, everything's going bad right now. The economy's going to shit. Houses are being foreclosed on. Vehicle repossessions are going up. Th this economy is about to come 
it's about to come crashing the fuck down. And I'm wondering if some of these things aren't just kind of a distractionary tactic by the federal government, right? If you would have, if, if, what about the good good Ukraine, bad, bad Russia narrative? Remember that, just remember that happened about six, eight months ago was bad Russia, good Ukraine. Right. And that whole narrative came crashing down. So yeah, I'm just backing up your point here. Right. So, I mean, kind of the way I'm kind of looking at this is if you would have told me, if you would have told me the last election that the FBI was messing around with Twitter and they were sending emails and, and the FBI was manipulating Twitter, I would have I would have said to myself, you know what, that sounds a little outlandish. All right. The FBI is really going to waste their time going into mess with the um to mess with the internet to mess with twitter and take accounts down like would the fbi really do that i don't know that seems a little bit outlandish to me but now that this is coming to light it's like well that makes perfect sense when people were talking about being shadowed and you know all these the the people that you know the free thinkers the free speechers these people that are like hey you need to wake up this is what's really going on they're all being shadowed and taken down of course and I'm wondering, what was that? What was that um, guy's name? The uh, director of the FBI. What was his name? Al uh, Comey. Comey. Yeah. So he was he was getting himself into some hot water. Then I'm wondering if he knew that this wasn't going to come to light, and he stepped down because of, maybe because of this as well. I wouldn't doubt it a bit. And and the thing is, is people act like this collusion between government and big tech just started because they're they're finding it out they're seeing the actual hard evidence because many people don't believe something unless they see the hard evidence just saying it happened is not enough for them so think how long this has been going on it's not been a a month it's not been a year this has probably been going on for at least five years that we know of so jester how much have they changed events in the last five years i mean there's, I mean, well, that's one thing to think about, Al, but think about how much more we have become connected while, um, you know, to, to social media and things like that because of the pandemic and being stuck at home. There's more of us on social media now than there ever was before, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. These kids, you know, I hate to say these kids because I say it all the time, but seriously, these kids nowadays, they can't move 30 inches without doing a Snapchat of where they're at or a Instagram of what they're eating for lunch or a whatever it is at two o'clock in the morning. I'm sleeping in bed. Take a picture of me. Here's me and my cat in bed. People know everything about everybody's lives. To the point that they've become unsecure now because people know when you're on vacation, they know when you're asleep, they know when you're at work. We would have never done that 15, 20 years ago, ever. No, uh-uh. Um, and, you know, just something to think about, Al, and this is a really scary thought, but I want everybody to be aware of this and, and really hear me when I say this. Nobody's reading updated terms and conditions, Okay. You don't know what kind of data Twitter's pulling from your phone. But what you do know is that the federal government apparently has access to that shit because they were manipulating Twitter. All right? So imagine that the federal government is coming in and watching directly in your home through these social media accounts. Think about that. Well, think of the terms and conditions to each one of these apps like a present. Except it's a present underneath a big pile of dog dew. Okay, that's the terms and conditions. 
Well, you don't want the present because you don't want to deal with the dog do. So you don't look at the terms and conditions. You just hit agree to get the present, right? Right. Well, guess what? By doing that, the do is on you now. Um, terms and conditions, just like with PayPal right now, there was a term and condition came in, went out and, and has come back in again in like 30, 45 days that if you don't, if you say something that PayPal doesn't like on your social media account, they can fine you $2,500 per, per infraction against your account with PayPal. Now, who would we have ever thought that a pay servicer would start finding you over your social outlook on life? I mean, that's crazy, but it's true. Well, I mean, it, you know, it kind of goes in the realm of the social credit score system as well. You know, you fuck up, we take your money. Right, right. And that's even, and I mean, Al, that's even scarier, man. When you think about the idea, because that's kind of like a trickle down effect, you know, whenever they realize, Hey, this person will shut up if they know they're going to lose money from their account. What happens when like bank of America jumps on board with this or, you know, chase or any of these other big banks, they say, Hey, we're going to jump in on this too. And we're going to start shutting people down. We're going to start taking their money. If we don't like what they're saying on Facebook or we don't like what they're tweeting or sharing. Right. Yeah, I love to hear and, and and picture what I'm saying. I love to hear when Billy Bob tells me that they can't take his guns or his rights to to his guns. And I say to this, "All oh, right, okay. Well, let me ask you a question. If they say that you can't buy your gun because the 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 company that makes the guns no longer can do banking business, would that affect it? Well, yeah. Well, guess what? They're already doing that. What if they said that your package, while it's coming from the ammunition plant to your house could be intercepted by the government and you receive nothing in the mail and they intercede the package and take your stuff. Would that change things? Yeah. Well, guess what? That's already happening. What if you couldn't pay for your gun because the credit card that you use doesn't want you buying firearms or ammunition or anything in that category and won't allow you to pay for it that way? Yeah, would that change anything? Yeah, that would too. Well, guess what? They're already doing that too. So we're seeing it out there. This social credit score is coming, folks, just like this cashless society. And part of the the installation into this is exactly what we're talking about today when it comes to censorship. They're censoring your voice right now. Soon they're going to censor your voice, your money, your ability to buy, your ability to get, all that. Right. No, and and Al, I mean, you're hitting the nail on the head here. You're 100% right. And and this is what I'm wanting to to kind of convey tonight through this show is, guys, you, you got to understand, we're already in this controlled state. We're already in this extremely surveilled state. We're already there. So if you guys are worried about further government overreach, I got to tell you guys what, it's already here. You just haven't realized it yet. The control is upon us now, and it is absolutely ridiculous. And here's the other thing you guys got to think about. As technology increases and more things are derived from technology, cashless society, everything's connected to the internet, your car's connected to the internet, once all these things are the way that they are, it's over. They have full, total control. You won't be able to make a move without them knowing, right? Once cash is gone, right. we're done. Your individual autonomy will be gone. Their total control system and whoever is in charge, understand whoever's in charge of running things will run it the way they see fit because it's a trickle-down effect. 
when they can control everything under them, whether it be a, and listen, it doesn't have to be a president. I hear people say all the time, the president can't do that. It doesn't make any difference. We've seen government in the last 30 to 45 days by proof show that the government didn't have to affect you. They could use their, their other set of arms, which happen to be the social media companies or the payment companies to do their dirty work in their bidding form. They're usually, they've been using the social media companies to absolutely do their bidding for the last two elections that we know it for sure now here's what's really interesting and i and al i got a question for you so who investigates the fbi when they when they do wrong to be honest with you jester i i can't i can't say I because don't, i don't think we've ever been in that situation before i don't know either i, I, I mean it, supreme court they launch actually, i guess they would have to launch an investigation maybe I actually, I'll be honest with you, Jester. I, I don't, I think we're beyond that now. I think we're beyond being able to hold people's feet to the fire agency wise for accountability. Now. I mean, we're, we're into the stages now of hold agencies that maybe need to be dissolved because I've heard of a very popular person and I listen on different, different formats. And he has suggested that the FBI needs to be dissolved and those entities of the jobs of the FBI taken into other other departments in the government and just dissolve the FBI. And and I'll be honest with you, Jester, that's a that's a bad thing to have to say whether you agree or disagree with that. But as compared to what we're doing right now, I would say dissolve right now compared to do what we're doing right now. Because right now the FBI is another arm of the Democrat Party right now. That's the way I see it. Well, I mean, regardless if it's if it's Democrat or Republican, I mean, it's it's still the the people in power that are pulling the strings over government, the elites, you know, the the people in power. But I would I would say this out. I mean, as far as my opinion goes, I think there should be a lot less federal government, and I think things should be given back to the states. Right? I mean, absolutely, you absolutely. Know, I understand you do need a. I do understand you do need a police force that can go across state lines that can do things federally. I understand that. But the FBI has been abusing all their power. They've been abusing their authority and they're they're investigating things and I mean if you're going to social media to to have accounts taken down, that's an abuse of authority. You should be done. Period. This is the problem though, Jester, when they when the constitution was created, was written and and brought into effect back some, what, 250 years ago almost, it was written in a different way. It was written for a, a small federal government and the states to hold a majority of the jobs and rights of the, of the actual running of the, comp, the, the country itself. But it's kind of gone to lopsided. Now the federal government dictates to the states and to everyone every move you make. I mean, look at all the agencies that have come in in the last 100 years, let alone in the last 250 years. No, I I get I get what you're saying. I mean, I Al, like I'm stuck in this mental like flabbergasted state over all this because we haven't scratched the surface of this. How deep does this go and who's who's in control of this? Do you remember um I don't know if it was right at, I believe it was right after the election people were wanting to protest this that the other and it was the um U.S. Postal Service police that were going and investigating, I think it was Facebook groups and Facebook accounts. I think that's who yep. it was. And I remember it. And it's, and for what? 
how the hell is it the is it the post office police job the postal service police how is it their job to go and investigate social media so this is what i'm saying like we only scratch the surface if we found out the fbi was doing it we found out the postal service was doing it what other federal entities are involved with this that's what's scary here's another thing you say you're flabbergasted my wife actually told me this week she had heard me say 12 different times see i told you see i told you every time something come out about twitter and i said yes i said i hate the fact that i i'm i'm being validated here by what's being said but now think of one thing and i'm by no way shape or form am i a cheerleader of Elon Musk's. I've had my differences with him. I don't agree with him all the time. There are things that he does that I do not care for at all. But where would we at be right now, Jester, if he hadn't released just what he's released right now? Just a little bit. See, what what really makes I I'm kind of wondering where this is gonna go. Okay. On one hand, I'm kind of looking at it as like, well, people are going to be like, yeah, we knew and we're going to remain calm and collective and nothing's going to happen. And then the other part of me is like worried that people are going to want to hold other people accountable because when they, when that shit starts happening, they loop people into groups and they like to throw the word domestic terrorist around and they like to pull that kind of shit. So I'm wondering who, if anybody decides to stand up, who's going to be persecuted for this? You know what I'm saying? Are they going to be like, oh, this right. is a right-wing problem. This is just as bad as the Q thing. We need to shut all these people down. Let's go, anybody that's posted this on social media, let's go round them up. You know, that's what I, my concern is. I agree with you. And and there was an old saying back in the day. It was like, believe a half of what you see and none of what you hear. That old saying. And, and mm-hmm. people say, oh, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That is true nowadays. Folks, listen, I'm just I'm just telling you from good old Al right here, trying to give you a little piece of advice. Whether it's positive or negative for your side, hold your position and wait to see if it's actually real. Understand, we know now that government agencies will lie. Government agencies will make things up. They will squash problems for people that they should be doing their job and not squashing problems. They should be taking care of problems. So before you react to something, before you react to some dog whistle that they want to stir somebody up with, stop, sit back, take a look, and see if it's real first. Don't react quickly to things, okay? Um, because that's what they like to do. They like to boost people up. And you don't want to get – I mean, we're probably already on terrorist watch lists anyway. I mean, if I'm not, I, I feel bad. <laughs> but but I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I mean, this – I. I you don't want to be you don't want to make yourself the target of something. They're looking for people right now to put right in the crosshairs and say, see, this is the guy right here who's been doing all this. This is the guy. These these are the people right here. Don't put yourself in that position. You know, and and on that note, like, you know, how you're saying that, I, I can't help but wonder when we see, I I worry about people like Alex Jones that have like a really big mouth that are really out there. And I'm like, well, if he's still alive and he's still kicking. We should be fine saying the things that we're saying, but it really. Yeah, but who who's paying him? Right. That's well. That's one way I was going to go. Maybe he's just an agent. Who knows? But the thing that scares the hell out of me for like my safety, your safety, and and anybody out there that that may be listening, commenting, resharing this. When are we going to hit that button that puts a death warrant out there for us? 
What are we going to say one day? What are we going to scratch on? What are we going to stumble upon that says, hey, we got to go take out Alan Jester. They're talking too much now. I don't know, but as much as I am in support of everything that Elon Musk is doing right now, I wouldn't ride with him in an open-air convertible right now. That's for sure. I promise you that. I I don't know what you got to do or what kind of mark you got to go over to be marked for something to happen to you, but I wouldn't want to fly with Elon Musk right now or ride with him or go diving with him or anything like that right now. Let's put it that way. No, and and I'll tell you what. See, and and I I hate to say this, and it really makes me – uneasy to even say this but you know back in the day when and still happens just not in this country we don't see it here uh, you had public assassinations all right if a political figure was doing something that the that a certain group didn't like or citizens didn't agree with it wasn't uncommon for like attempts on their life i mean hence why we you know partially the reason why we have so many secret service details over these high-end officials is because of that right? We need to protect them. The president doesn't roll around in that badass beast of a limousine because, you know, he just likes the way it looked. No, they need to protect him because they know that that shit can happen. Right. But I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at Elon and I'm, I'm looking and I'm like, man, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody tries something at some point. I hope to God it doesn't happen, but it, it just makes me wonder if something like that isn't on the way. Here's, here's where I, I draw the line. And this is what I say. No matter what side you're on, no one deserves for the comments they make to be doxxed or to be threatened for their what they have to say. I should be able to say what I want to say. You should be able to say what you want to say. Anyone should be able to. We, we can actually disagree. We can have open conversation about things. But when it comes to the point to where you can't say what you want to say because someone wants to quiet you down, that's wrong. To threaten someone for their beliefs that's wrong. Everyone needs to have an open forum where they can speak their mind. That's what, the beauty of this is 250 years ago, there was a bunch of old men that said, yeah, hey, we need to do this. We need to write this. Said, this needs to be the first thing in the Constitution that says that you have the freedom to express yourself, the freedom to say what you want to express yourself verbally or in written form, whatever it might be. So you should be able to say what you want to and not have to worry about getting your head blown off or being doxxed or anything else like that. So here's, you know, so Al, on that note, so I, I believe it was Jake and I that were talking about this and we were talking about how, you know, what could potentially come out of this. And we, we were mentioning something kind of on the lines of like, there's going to be new rules and regulations imposed on social media after this, that these things can't happen. And we could potentially say, oh, that's great, you know, but at what cost is it going to come? How much more are they going to encroach into your home? How many more rights are we going to lose, right? And how you're sitting there talking about, you know, not being doxxed. What if, what if part of these terms and conditions is your information does have to be out there publicly? Like you can't, you can't remain behind a keyboard anymore. What if that's what if that's part of what's coming? Like, yeah, we'll let you say whatever you want, and we won't shut you down. But your address is going to be public information if you want to be someone online that's making content. Hey, preppers! Do you want ten percent off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code Doom Ten at checkout for ten percent off all your survival food needs. 
Again, that's code DOOMPEN at checkout at readywise.com. D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. That's the way of silencing you without silencing you. You know, those kind of threats of, of that's what we're going to do or this is what's going to be required of you. But here's where I, here's where I'm at, and and I don't I, I don't disagree with anyone else and what they what they want to do. I've always been a public person. I, I I didn't I didn't try to you know hide who I was, where I was at, or anything like that in the world. So I wasn't worried about it. I'm willing to stake what I say, and say, okay, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. This is what I've got to say. But I understand when people use opsec like you talk about a lot that worry about you know who could come or what could come when i say something but now that goes on the other side too there are a lot of people on the other side that are bringing shade to us they don't want to be brought out in light either they hide behind those keyboards they hide and the same thing that we're thinking right now they're thinking the same thing too what if all these sites go right instead of left nowadays am i going to be worried about being doxxed they're worried about the same thing jester so no matter what side of the table you're on the same worries are going on no and i i agree with that i i understand that wholeheartedly and for me it's okay if you have any opinion right now against left or right people are at each other's throats so right now it's not even a situation of let's be scared of what the federal government could come in and do if we say the wrong thing. What is the whack job that's living in his mom's basement going to do when he disagrees with you and he sees your address online? Is he going to do something like, ha I'll show him I'm going to send 30 pizzas to his house? Or is he going to say, ha I'll show him I'm going to burn his fucking house down? Right? I agree with you. And, you and understand, <laughs> we have whack jobs on both sides. Oh no! Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Left, left, <laughs> right. Every 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 situation has whack jobs. They have the friends, the ultra friends on either side, and then the people in the middle, and then the people that really they really want to swap sides. They just don't know how to do it. So yeah, it's it's like that. And and you're right. I mean, it's it's a big thing. But you, no one should have to worry about if I say I don't like this, that someone does something to me. You should have that right to say that. But we all know this is the real world, and it's not a perfect world. So yeah, there are those nut jobs out there, and I tell people to be careful. If you if you think something's going to get you in trouble, or you're saying things, you might need to use better opsec if you're going to speak your mind heavily or whatever it might be. So yeah, it's 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 a trade off. You don't want to endanger your family or yourself by just saying what you're saying. Right, and you know here's <laughs> so I mean we're Al. If they could issue a permit for us to fart every day, that we would. They would make us go and file a permit to go to the bathroom if they if they could, right? To get that extra bit of money out of our pocket. What if we don't see social media permits coming, right? What if we? I'm I'm just kind of curious. I can see that. What if I like, can see that? Yeah, like you have not necessarily a permit, but what if you have to go through an approval process to access social media, right? She gesture. That's what they call a social credit score. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call that. So what we did was we made this whole loop right back to where we were at in the beginning. And uh -huh. we did it so eloquently <laughs> that we didn't even know we got back to it. But that's exactly what it is, folks. And if you think the social credit score is 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 a, a fallacy or that we're all dreaming this up, 
go to China, drop right down the middle of China right now, and ask everyone to let me see your phone. Because in China, they have to, if the government says, let me see your phone, you have to turn your phone over because they've connected those phones, those people's lives so much that they can't leave that phone. It tells where they were, how much money they have, what their social credit score is, how fast they drove, where did they go, how long did they work, how did they, how long did they eat lunch, the whole nine yards. You know, and this is, this is what I'm saying, guys. I mean, you're being tracked right now on your device 24 hours a day, Okay. And they know when you're sleeping, they know when you're awake, they know when you're going to work, they know when you're coming home, they know how long you're spending in the bathroom. Like they, they have this all figured out. All right. Not only do they have this figured out and they're tracking you, but your information is also being sold from these companies all the time. They're always listening to keywords, they're monitoring, they're doing all this shit. And now we know that the federal government is taking, that they have bigger hands in this than what we know of. All right. And, and it's bullshit. And I mean, to me, and I mean, this is it, guys. Your freedom's gone. Right? Right now, freedom is I gone. Agree. You don't have you, you don't have this freedom. I mean, throw the phone down. Walk out into the woods a few miles and just go enjoy a little bit of nature. Go enjoy. Just go listen to the birds. Just get that sense of freedom back because you don't have it while you're connected to this device. Right? Yeah, and understand there are also things, too, that are really more complex than most of our minds want to think, like flicker rates and and how they actually use these platforms to entice you in. It becomes like crack to you. You know, you, you can't. T- I've heard people say all the time, I've even said to myself, I can't put this TikTok down right now. I keep looking at all this. Why? Is that because your brain is addicted to it because of the flicker rate or what you see on it or whatever? So, if you can turn a device off and walk away and go have some fun and get away from it, you'll see how it really has a control on your life. You know, ab- absolutely 100%. And like, I'm in this debacle right now, Al, my, my son's home. He's about to start a job and it's like, I really need to consider getting him a phone. Right. And then part of me is like, I know that's like the worst thing I can do is get him a phone. Um, that it's a bad, bad idea. And I've been thinking in my head, like, man, maybe I should just get him a ham radio. And then I'm thinking, well, I'll be the only person he could talk to. And that's going to suck. You know, so I'm just like in my head, I'm trying to figure out, you know, a great or a better idea than just handing him this phone and letting him have at it. You know, I, I can understand that. And, and I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, but it's just like kids nowadays. Do you know how many four-year-olds that I know that have their own phone? I mean, I know four-year-olds and five-year-olds that have their own phone. Well, they might need to call grandma and grandpa. And I'm like, that's a horrible idea. Don't give a four-year-old a phone. You know, I mean, it just starts building that thing from a young childhood till you think that you have to have it. You know, Jester, I heard this one time, and, I, and this is kind of rounding the end of the show out, but I'm going to say this. I remember back historically one time, whenever we didn't have phones with us all the time, we had to go in and make a call and call 911, run in the house and call 911, okay? I remember back when we used to play games called checkers. That's where you move a little piece across the board, you know, and everybody took a turn right. and stuff. I remember that stuff. I remember back in a time when TV, you had to actually get up and go across the room and turn a dial, or even before the TV, when you went and turned the radio on and you just listened to the sound. But folks nowadays don't remember those things. No, they don't. And and the thing is, the sad thing is, is maybe we need to go back to some of that. 
Because maybe some of this control that we're under, these shackles and these chains that we have on, are electronic. And we can break them because, you know what, they're just electronic shackles. Maybe we need to break those electronic shackles. So I'm sure all of our listeners out there are sitting there listening to this, and they're like, this is its Doomsday Podcast. How the hell is this prep related? I'm going to tell you guys right now. You're going to have to get rid of these devices before shit hits the fan. That's why this is prepper related. Because before they pull the plug, before shit really breaks bad, they're going to make sure they gather every piece of information on you that they can, and they're going to make sure they know everything about you, right? When shit actually hits the fan, when doomsday actually hits, this device is going to be your enemy. So you need to prep to get rid of this thing now. Have a backup plan for your comms. Have a right. backup plan of how you're going to communicate with family and loved ones. Have backup sources of entertainment. Be able to live, get get a plan together to live without this device. Because if you get a little notification on your phone that, hey, World War Three just started and they're about to start dropping nukes, you better send those final fucking text messages to people and shut that fucker off and get rid of it. Um, My wife and I have a plan gesture and one of the main plans is what we do with electronic devices when we say that's it whichever one of us looks at the other one said that's it it's fixing to happen what we do from there on out i won't enlighten you to what it is but we have a plan for that she knows exactly what it is just like i do you better get a plan for that everybody better get a plan for that Absolutely. And guys, that's it. We're going to wrap it up, man. Al, any final thoughts for uh, the listeners out there? I just want to tell everyone, I appreciate every one of our listeners, our followers, the people that have been with us, whether you've listened to one episode or everyone. Thank you very much for making 2022, which was a, a really sucky year in a lot of ways, pretty good for us because we've had great feedback great listenership the show has grown all of our shows have grown all of our endeavors have grown and that's because of the listeners because without you we're just two guys talking into a box thank you very much we we want you to have a great christmas and a happy new year if we don't see or hear you from you know till the first of the year but thank you very much for making 2022 a great year is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.